The High Point of Grace, a 25-day devotional through the Christmas season. Matthew 2, 13-15 Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night, and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. Once more they were on the road, only this time they were a family of three. They had hoped to be heading home. In fact, they were just days away from returning to Nazareth when Joseph had another dream. This time, an angel appeared to him and commanded him to pack up and take his family to Egypt because their son was in danger. They quickly grabbed their things, packed their donkey, bundled up Jesus, and under the cover of darkness, slipped out of the little town of Bethlehem. They said goodbye to their small refuge for the last remarkable months of their lives. Only a couple days ago had the three men from the east left after delivering wonderful gifts and spending time giving honor to their son. It was all so strange for them to think about. They were both simple people from Nazareth, who lived simple lives of no importance to note. Yet here they were in the middle of what seemed like a fantastical story. Angels, dreams, shepherds, stars, foreign dignitaries coming to honor their son Jesus. Mary pondered all these things in her mind while they happened, and hid them away in her heart to cherish. Joseph, on the other hand, felt like he couldn't get a handle on things. Every time he turned around, some stranger was wandering into their lives with gifts or messages or words of warning. Hearing that the king may be after his son and was bent on killing him was a lot for Joseph to take in. He simply stayed committed to following what the Lord asked of him. So, they were on their way to Egypt. Neither of them had ever been to Egypt. They were frightened to travel to such a strange land. Leaving Nazareth and coming to Bethlehem was already a stretch but going to Egypt was way beyond what they were comfortable with. Neither of them had been outside of Israel, and even though the Romans made it easy to travel around the empire, they had both stayed close to home. Despite all they had gone through, though, Mary and Joseph clung to their love for one another, their lovely son Jesus, and the fact that Yahweh had taken care of them every step of the way. They had often talked about how they always felt like Yahweh's protection was around them. They felt safe and taken care of. So, they made their way to a strange and unfamiliar land in Egypt. No matter what they would encounter, they knew they would have one another and the love of Yahweh with them. As the family of three carried on down the road in the darkness, Gabriel waved at Paragon and gave him a knowing smile. Lieutenant Paragon now. After the defense of the stable, Paragon had been promoted and was awarded four times as many warriors as he had before. Now, a platoon of mighty angels walked with Jesus and his family on the road to Egypt. Gabriel's part in the tale was almost at its end. Only one last message to deliver, but it wouldn't be for a few months. It would be this message that would finally give the go-ahead for the family to return home to Nazareth. For now, though, the young family would have to face the challenge of living in Egypt until that day come. It would be hard for them, but they would be okay. I am would see all things through, and the mighty warriors Paragon commanded would be nearly impenetrable. Gabriel was amazed at the resiliency of Mary and Joseph. Living by faith was something he and his fellow angels didn't fully understand. For them, they either served I am or they served the traitor. But for mankind, 
God had entrusted them with the ability to live by faith and trust in his provision, love, and protection. Even the prince leaving the throne room to come to earth was part of that gift of faith I am had given his people. Now that the story was in motion and Jesus was here to die for his people, their faith would really have the opportunity to shine. What a wondrous gift faith was, and what a magnificent creation mankind was. Their ability to persevere through the greatest of difficulties while holding on to the invisible hand of I am was truly a miracle in itself. With the family disappearing into the darkness and the platoon fading away in the distance, Gabriel knew the story was only beginning. Joseph, with the help of Paragon and his angels, would protect Mary and Jesus. Mary would love, comfort, and care for Jesus as he grew. And Jesus? He would prepare. For the next 30 years, Jesus would prepare to fulfill the calling upon his life. He would prepare to lay his life down for his people and suffer at the hands of those he came to die for. Gabriel bristled at the thought of the prince laying down his life, but he knew it was necessary. It was part of the tale I am was writing. Gabriel was proud to have been part of the tale. He was thankful I am had saw it fit for him to be involved. He knew I am was crafting a wonderful tale of love, hope, and rescue. And it all had begun with a miracle baby in a lonely manger outside a peaceful town in the Judean countryside. A baby called Jesus. Living by faith can be so difficult. When we can't see the end and we have to make a decision based on imperfect or incomplete information, we are faced with impossible situations. There's no way to know the right decision to make, but we must make some sort of decision. In those moments, we must make a decision of faith, and that can bring a great deal of anxiety. Imagine the life that Mary and Joseph had lived up to this point in their story. As a young married couple, nothing had gone how they had planned it, and for what was most likely the first two years of their marriage, they were living in strange towns in rented or borrowed accommodations away from their home. Joseph wasn't in his carpentry shop, yet he still had to provide for his family. They lived by faith, trusting the Lord, and following his voice in whatever direction it sent them. It's Christmas Eve, and many of you are beginning your vacations, completing your shopping or wrapping, having movie nights and hot chocolate, and doing festive things as you excitedly anticipate Christmas morning. But in just a few days, you will be faced with the reality of a new year. How will that new year look for you? Will you remain in the same safe box you've been living in? Will you settle for comfort and convenience for another year on this earth? Or will you allow yourself to step out in faith? Will you try something new? Will you pursue your dreams? Will you start a business? Will you retire? What will you do this next year to step into the exciting will that God has for your life? Mary and Joseph couldn't imagine the adventure they went on, and my guess is that you can't imagine what God wants to do with you. So, as you settle in for Christmas Eve and celebrate Christmas Day, Consider how living a life of faith would look different for you in this next coming year.